Welcome to the 3-7 Alliance Experts Podcast, where we help you master the art of making partnerships profitable. If you find the discussion valuable today, remember to subscribe, connect with us on LinkedIn, and remember to spread the word. Tim, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. When I heard your story, I, I was really captivated because you guys are doing something that's, you know, you're really taking a different approach. Um, and I have to tell you, like from a timing perspective with COVID, like your timing couldn't be any better. Um, if you're joining the podcast for the first time, my name is Eric Loper. I'm an entrepreneur, executive and investor. Before starting 3.7, I was a Microsoft uh, responsible for managing Microsoft's top 100 consulting firms. Tim, do you want to take a moment to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Tim Duggan. I've been in the Microsoft channel for the last 15 plus years, and I began by starting a managed service provider. I saw a lot of opportunity, but also how hard it was to build a business with recurring revenue. Yeah, I think that's a good jumping off point for our conversation today. Uh, Our topic is cracking the code on upselling managed services. And maybe I'll just start by sharing a little bit of context to frame the discussion There was a huge rush of partners that made businesses when our Office 365 originally came, and then we had, well, it was originally as BPOS, but Office 365. Uh, Then there has been this big push for migration work, and and I think a lot of time and energy, energy that's been happening towards Azure. And now we have all of a sudden this world where everyone is focused on um, secure and remote work, and trying to figure out how to solve for training in the midst of that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Building a recurring revenue business is hard. Uh, for those of you who have not run a managed service business, recurring revenue is awesome, right? It's really the name of the game, um, but it's tough, and here's why. First, you need a service that makes sense for subscription pricing. And then much of your cost is up front when you sell your service. So it's really an investment that you're making. For instance, if we're talking about managed service, support services, onboarding the customer, implementing your processes, all takes time and investment. And similarly, if we're talking about software as a service, uh, if that's the play, then you have that initial onboarding and the heavier initial training lift uh, that's necessary. The profit portion of the recurring revenue comes on the back end. So when you start getting customers, you have that constant battle to ensure that You've got an ongoing connection. Since it's remaining with your service, that is going to bring the upside uh, to you as a seller. Yes. And so many of our partners are on this journey, and they're moving from being a deployment partner or a reseller partner, and it's not always by choice, uh, which can be a little scary. That's right. Yeah, you really have to think about it in terms of uh, baby steps. Have you ever seen What About Bob? Uh, have you ever seen that? <laughs> I have seen that movie. I'm tracking. Yeah, go watch it. It's uh, watch it again if you have if you've seen it already. Uh, that baby steps mentality uh, is what you need. I mean, making this transition is a lot easier if you can find ways to connect services in with what you already have been selling. But you can oversimplify this. If you're a reseller, there are a lot of different things that you can put into a shopping cart. You can have a real big inventory, and you can afford to put a lot of energy into the sales cycle. For deployment partners, this is an entirely new business model. But even for managed service providers that have already begun moving into or have the mindset of recurring revenue, 
you have to think about what is going to strengthen that relationship and then grow the revenue in the recurring model. Right. You know, this might be a good opportunity to transition um, and just talking a little bit about what you guys are doing at Clip Training. I think you have a compelling solution, but I, I think in addition to that, everybody on this podcast can probably enjoy the opportunity just to hear the insight that being in that space is provided to you. Clip Training has been around as a company for 14 years. Now, like a lot of your listeners, we're in the process of transitioning our business model. So what we've built is a library of uh, short to the point training videos for Office 365 and Windows topics. So our passion though is around delivering impactful knowledge. And when you've deployed teams in a new customer environment, if someone is going to be trying to use it at 10 p.m. the night before an important call or uh, before presenting to a large audience, and those audiences have gotten bigger as we're all doing this remotely now through Teams. So we wanna be there to deliver the knowledge they need in that moment in the right format so that they can make it work and they can get that information. Impactful knowledge. It goes beyond Microsoft technologies for us. We can see uh, that this is about the information employees might need in a changing work from home environment, uh, health or action items that need to get out there and be delivered uh, to the team quickly. You're obsessed with impactful knowledge. I love that. I, I, I can relate to that as you just, I just need it to work and you're unlocking the door. Yeah. You know, when you get a letter, I should say an email uh, from a single mom thanking you for uh, the success she's been able to find because of knowledge that you've delivered through a service. That's pretty humbling and it's clarifying too. Okay. So speaking of clarity, can you tell me about the moment where you, you sort of saw the vision here and then you thought about your experience in the managed service provider space and your experience with clip training and said, I'm going to put these two things together? Well, first, when, when you see something that works, you want to share it. And on top of that, when you know you can create a situation where everyone wins, you know, what's the downside? Right, right. I love it. So what we've done with clip training is give managed service providers and system integrators too uh, the ability to resell our training to all their customers for as low as a few hundred dollars a month for a managed service provider that's a chance to wrap one more thing into your offering uh, that increases profitability and it's going to help you with your incentives because your clients will now be using microsoft software particularly uh, through um, teams uh, we're driving this service through a teams app uh, so it activates those users with their team's usage. So if you've been more focused on an experience or the integration and don't have the recurring revenue, uh, this is an easy way to meet all those demands that you're hearing about from customers around a secure remote work while building a recurring revenue uh, stream at the same time. Okay, so there's a lot of learnings to, to unpack in what you just said. And I just want to make sure we're capturing them. I think for other team, other ISVs, a lot of times like they're looking at it and building a channel is so hard. And, and a lot of times it's because the ask of a consulting partner is to move forward in a completely different way where now they've got a licensing model, you know, and for a consulting partner, that's just like a separate sales motion. That's right. Yeah, that's why we go back to those baby steps. 
you know, unless you're going to take a lot of risk as a consulting company, any IP motion that you drive has to be something that you can tie into all your existing conversations. From a licensing perspective, uh, that can't be complicated either. A lot of companies that sell experience don't want to sell licensing. That's not the business that they're in. So it has to be super simple. For $500 a month, you can sell 10,000 licenses. Wow. Yeah, I, you know, I was just thinking about the connection here. You know, I was thinking about COVID. I mean, I left on sabbatical for Microsoft and I was shocked when I came back. Uh, before I left, you know, most of my partners were thinking about Office 365, maybe as a loss leader, I need to engage here. I'm going to do what's helpful. A lot of them were thinking about frontline workers. Uh, but when I came back, everybody was in the secure and remote work uh, business because, you know, their customers, it was top of mind. And, and just by default, that just made everybody in that place where they were like a training partner and, and, and not always profitably, but hey, I've got to get these set of users running and I have to figure out how to make them work. So their customers were demanding it. That's exactly right. I know that uh, we're about out of time here, but it's a good segue for the other two podcasts in this series. You know, first, every company needs to be a content company. We've known that for some time, that the customer buying journey, it's changing. And what content gives us, particularly new content, is the ability to maintain an ongoing, connected relationship. And that's why at Clip Training, we're not going to stop with the Office 365 content. We want to empower all these great partners with a series of different content channels that they can offer to their customers, such as HR training, leadership content. And second, driving innovation for audiences like frontline workers is much more effective when it involves trainings. Uh, so we've created a platform to that experience uh, partners can leverage to deliver those solutions. Wow. Two great points to end on. Uh, Tim, you're making my job easy as a host. Um, so as Tim mentioned, we've decided to make this a three-part series. Uh, so stay tuned as we talk about leveraging Teams as a platform to reach frontline workers and driving customer engagement through content. If you hear something that speaks to you, 3.7 is here to help. If you're interested in Clip Training, you can reach out to them by email at getstarted@clipptraining.com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we share our content on LinkedIn.